I'm Andrew Rice. I'm James J. Miles. I'm Luke Summerhays. And I'm Musk. And you're listening to Monster Mash. Whoop whoop pew! And on this week's episode, we're hunting Sora Magdaros. Thanks, Maggie. An elder dragon that rises from the earth like a volcano. Where it's headed and why, the research commission has yet to figure out. Description of Sora Magdaros. That was an exciting description, wasn't it? I'll tell you where he's headed. Fucking to the grave. (laughs) Spoilers, I guess. Good. Well, so w- w- what do we know about Zora Magdaros? What's everyone's opinion on this fascinating monster? It's big. Big rocky lad. A big, turtley, rocky lad, right? Yep, yep. That, 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 that sounds like this. Of course, he's also quite fiery. Let's not forget that. That's another That's very true. element. Well, it's like a walking him. island, pretty much. Yeah. When but I he's... first played the game and saw him, I got big, like, Godzilla or Gamera vibes from him. Mm. But when I was looking, I was watching a video of his hunt today when I was, like, putting the notes together. He kind of looks like, if you took the big shell off of him, which I don't think is actually part of him, and you cleaned him up a bit, he's basically a Lao Shan Lung. By a part of him, like, is he just wearing, like, I, I think it's just like he's, like, just a part of the crap. I They're thought it's like he's shells. super, he's super old and he's just, like, built up Mm. Rocks on his back and whatever. I don't, oh, I don't okay. think so because he's able to like charge energy and like expel magma through the through the, mm. the rocky. Yeah, but that, you can still push things out of shit on top of you, right? Trust like... me, I've shit through my pants <laughs> enough times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boys! I, 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 think, I think the external part of him is part of his body, like a you know turtle in his shell. Could be. But no, but there's, there's, because um, this is something I'm stealing from the wiki. So Monster Mash is back. Apparently, you can <laughs> kind of see that he's got wings between him and his shell, so he is like holding it. It's not biologically he's part just of him. So covered in sludge that he can't fly. Yeah. That's pretty sad. Imagine a flying Zora Magdaros. But I just, if you look at his head and his like hands, they are very much the Lao Shan Lung's head and hands when he rears up on his rear legs. Mm. Well, it's a similar sort of fight, isn't it? It's the siege battle like it's lumbering along you've got to stop it before it gets to mm-hmm. the end um like you want to weaken it enough before it gets to the barrier yeah although i don't know yep. how much of that actually has a factor on the battle like you'll still... yeah it, it doesn't really feel like it does enough really does it i mean maybe that we've only fought it with heavily overpowered stuff for such a long time yeah but yeah he certainly never has felt like he's you know, yeah, the first part matters. You're just firing cannons in the second part, and it goes on for bloody ages until you run out of cannonballs pretty much every time. Mm. There's definitely like interesting bits of the fight. Like you're able to jump on his head in the siege bit at the end. Um, if you'd use the binders, I tried to do it in the hunt, but I fucked it up. Um, <laughs> and you know, the actual when when you're when you're prop well when you're appropriately geared for the fight, as in at the level of Zora. The actual um, bit where you're on his body, 
you know, you, there are things to do, like you're running about trying to beat the free magma cores up. You've got Zora, not Zora, you've got Nergaganti coming in. Um, and, you know, he's still a threat point as well, isn't he? He's a proper, yes. like, oh no, this guy's scary. <laughs> yes, well, he's, he's high rank, isn't he? Like, he's, he's end game yep. high rank stuff, and he, uh, he does fuck you up. Because, um, correct me if I'm wrong, there is a story bit early, like, kind of end of low rank, where you repel Zora. And you get on his back. I thought this was the main. I th- I thought isn't like, Zora entirely first low rank? Encounter. Zora's the end of yes, low rank, the beginning so. of high rank. Yeah, sorry, but it's yeah, just yeah, the middle yeah. of low yeah. rank, um, where like, you have a bit with Zora. There's the attempt to catch him in yes. the middle of the game, and then at the ah, end of okay. the game, they realise that he's come here to explode and die, and they're just trying to direct him out to sea, yes. to not kill everything in the new world. That's right. Yes, because so lame. They don't want everyone to explode. God. And that's why Nerigante's after him because Nerigante's after Elder Dragons and energy. Mm. And... He, he wants the energy, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. This is probably um, more for the the Nerg episode than this one, but it reminds me of like a. I, tr- I struggle to think of examples. The only two that come to mind are Agent Smith and Sephiroth. Where at first he's like he's not the main villain, he just shows up a bit. But it's right. because he's is gonna be the main villain later on. So for the whole of low rank, Zora Magdaros is the main threat, and Nergigante yep. just pokes his nose in sometimes. Mm-hmm. But Nergigante is the actual flagship monster. And Zora's really not that yes. dangerous. Yeah, I get what you're on about. Like yeah. Zora's Zora's more of a a force of nature in you know the traditional monster in our sense, mm. like he, you know, it's just this lumbering thing that creates energy and then dis- is meant to dispel the energy. Across. I don't think at any point he's like intending to hurt you. No. Yes, correct. Yeah, he's just he's just having a nice little walk to go and die. And we're stopping him. We're we're the threats to him in a way. Like he's fighting back mm. against us because he wants to get. To Ironically. Him. We're killing him, and he wants we don't, to die. We, don't, we, so. didn't, we never actually kill him, though. Like we, we just do we not? No, well, he, he, we he just he redirect him. Don't we? The hunt. Yeah, we redirect him. He just kind of, you know, uh, gets annoyed at us little flies, and he can't be bothered to swat us anymore. So he just goes, oh, go over here then. Because <laughs> you never actually carve them; you just get bits from the like the bits you bring yep. off them. Um, yeah, as with Lao Shan Lung, you actually have the huge corpse at the end. Yes, that's right. Whereas you don't get that with Zora, um, he, he he dies off screen essentially um, when he when he flies it to sea. Um, he he's, he's on the literal screen, but he's in a cutscene. He's not in game. I still don't think yeah. you see him die in game. I feel like you watch him. Oh, maybe I, I, you just see him go out to sea. Does he not swim out to sea? That's it. Yeah, yeah I think that's all you see. I've, I remember him swimming yeah. out to sea and exploding, but I might have invented the exploding part. I don't think he explodes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, this is very, That's much, very much Mandela how effect most thing, right? Godzilla films end. Yeah. I, I might be making this up. Were we not speculating like they were going to use Zora's? exploding and creating a new landmass as like the DOC area. Was that not something we Yeah, we were. That's something we definitely said. 
I remember you saying that, so I think it's in an episode. Yeah, but obviously that never actually panned out. They just went to a different part of the world and snowy but area and all that jazz. Kinda. Apparently the... I didn't play any of this, but what's it called? The place you go to? The Guiding Lands. Yes. Apparently it's, it is pretty much a big Zora Magdaros body. Oh, really? Uh... Like you, uh, at least the rotten section. You can like see his head and big parts of him. Oh, really? <laughs> I'd never actually noticed that. I know it is meant to be where like monsters go to die effectively mm. um if i remember rightly but well i don't i never actually meant which kind of in lore with it's kind of very much what zora magdaros's whole reason for existing is <laughs> yeah we might as well get into die. that ultimately <laughs> yeah. the story of zora magdaros is like the central at least um like the message and the core of what world is about right it's about the balance of life Yes. The circle of life, if you will, and that you know the beautiful living places like the coral highlands and the um, ancient forest exist because eventually things die and feed into the soil, and you have a rotten veil at the bottom, and it's just a circle, you know. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, very much an interesting point from that because then Nergaganti is more of an actual threat. He's, mm. he's the one that's causing problems and that's why we have to hunt him and kill him as as part of the ecosystem ourselves as hunters so yeah that's one of the things i really love about monster hunter and it's such a japanese thing it's that it doesn't in western culture we very much think of human beings as separate from the natural world you know like if you all like the abrahamic religions it's like you know god created the animals and then us we're separate from the animals Whereas in Japanese culture, everything is alive. And the human, a human being is as alive as a dog. It's as alive as a tree. It's as alive as a rock or a table. Everything has a soul. And that's, we're part of a natural ecosystem. And whenever you see elements of the, um, the ruined civilization that you can sometimes see in Monster Hunter games, I think the implication is that that was a human race that tried to be separate from nature. And the monsters smashed them down. I can definitely see that because obviously that's a huge part of Monster Hunter is how how they how they live with with, with the the monsters how they guide them in a way because obviously the hunters are still very much they still place humans and hunters as as being right but you know, all the other monsters presumably place themselves they're their own priority right yeah yeah I could see that but um. That that's what I'm worried the film is not going to get. Yeah. <laughs> to go back to what oh. I was saying last time, right? <laughs> yeah. Because a lot of the lines in the trailer were like, "We got to kill these things, these damn monsters." Whereas I hope that it. I mean, and I got some faith that they will do this. I don't think they'll do it to quite the end of the film. They, they're certainly not going to do it to quite the extent that you've just explained. But I think there might be a nod no. to, yeah. yeah, no, these these guys are all right, and we we have a duty to, you know, not just. <laughs> We're only not just this, look not at the them. This. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think I hope that sprinkles of that ethos will be in the film, but we'll see. I think um, Zora is a, a big part of why world feels very cinematic. Because if, if I remember rightly, the game opens with the ship getting a, like pretty much swept away by Zora, right? Like uh, I remember f- 
Monster Hunter 4 opening like that. Maybe World did as well. Um, I feel like it yeah, you... I feel like it does open with a shipwreck because you have to like fight your way to a store, right? That's yeah. right, yes. Yes. And I think that's because of Zora. Like Zora lumbers out of the sea and totally like blindsides the hunters and they all end up clambering across this what they assume is just like an island that's come out of nowhere. Obviously. Mm. You know, differently it's Zora. Um and then like the the actual fight itself is very very cinematic, like the final stand and um proof of a hero jumping in as like the you get towards the climax of the fight. It's a very very cinematic battle as a whole. And I think that's why and we spoke about this in the hunt, it really only works that first time, I feel. Yes. Well big big monster hunts have always been much more set PC and yes. cinematic than most hunts. Um, but Monster Hunter World just being on, you know, on the PS4 and having this influence of more mainstream Western games, the Zora fights almost felt more like, you know, an Uncharted or something than a Monster Hunter. In a way, yeah. I mean, there's definitely, it's more of a set piece than like you're clambering about. You've got Nehrigante coming in, a very scripted moment. As but it, it, the, the whole more... fight feels fairly scripted. Yes. Yeah. Whereas, Whereas what I usually in Monster Hunter, it's you and this monster in an arena, and anything can happen. It's more spontaneous, isn't it? Like yeah. that's and World plays into that as a whole. Like this is just this one fight. Like World does have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not slagging off World. I'm just saying <laughs> yeah. that's how. Zora You're fighting a monster feels. and Devil Joe erupts out of the ground and oh shit, here we go. Uh, you know that still happens, but yeah, Zora. And then to be fair, the other set big set pieces like Lao Shan Long and stuff, they're very much. Mm-hmm. Here we go along this track, firing cannons. <laughs> um, so it's not, it's not a very, it's not a very pure one-center battle in that way. But those see, this is why, nice. when people ask me what monster I want to see in Monster Hunter, despite being a big Godzilla fan, I would never answer Godzilla. Yeah, the uh, the the um the Zora Magdoros fight is very, it's the most deterministic, you know, Monster Hunter fight in world. And it obviously all ties into the overarching story of the game, which is which is fine. But I didn't, you know, despite the fact that you as the player, and you can do this as a single player quest, and you can fire all the cannons at it, and you are the prime agent in terms of progressing the cinematic story, if you will, it feels very, I don't know about you guys, but I just feel a little bit detached from it. It doesn't, I don't know, it's weird, even yeah, though I'm moving all the pieces. It feels almost like a day at work. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of micromanagement going on. It's, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's weird. Like, def- like it's meant to be this big team effort for the mm. whole like hunting commission, but the hunters just stand there like gesturing at you to come and fire the cannons. So you are kind of micromanaging this this battlefield in a way. Um, like you're 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 trying to keep everything all running together. Whereas I think. It maybe would have felt better if they were firing the cannons themselves, and like yeah. you had to, you maybe had a bigger set piece moment where you jump on its head and you've got to destroy the core in its head because that's very much an optional bit of the foul, um, mm. where you've got to you can destroy the core in its head. Um, I think there just needs to be some just one moment where it feels like Mo- Zora Mo- blah, Zora Magdaros is aware that you're there. It's aware that Nerigante's there because when yeah. Nerigante jumps on its back, it like it turns its head around and tries to fire fireballs at it on its back. 
Um, mm-hmm. Which is why I was having difficulties getting on its head in the hunt because Narragansett was still there. But you're just too much of a fly to it, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah, but that leads to that feeling that Mus is describing where you do feel yeah. quite detached from it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, it's, it's a bit of a conundrum because I quite like the fact that, you know, we all as individuals pale in comparison. We are ants to this, uh, mm. this monster. I think it's just as Jay was saying, you know, it's the sense that the other hunters around you don't do an awful lot but waddle between cannons every now and then and then wave. Mm. I think yeah. it might have... I think the game, if it's going to go, you know, Western scripted cinematic, I'd have liked to have seen some interactions between some of the smaller creatures and and the hunters, and and just a little bit more, um, a little bit more of a sense that I'm not just yeah, my, managing a load of uh, robots. If you if you see what I mean. Yeah. And there's potential for that because you've got the wing drakes flying in, and they kind of they pester you. Yeah. Um, so it would have been cool for to have like some of the like you know the less proficient hunters coming in and like dealing with those while you're dealing with a cannon or a ballista or something uh, to mm. make it feel even more of a cinematic fight than it already is. And uh, but yeah, it's definitely missing something there. Yeah, it's not the it's the not robotic. this this kind of fight isn't isn't the strength of the game, and it kind of no. it feels a little bit like your wings have been clipped as well because you can't. There's not really an awful lot of the environment you can take advantage of beyond just well I'll, I'll fire another round of cannons into it at the appropriate moment mm-hmm. so it you know there's only one way to approach this fight every single time uh which yeah is a bit of a shame it's very much it does work as a set piece in a single player story campaign so i'm very glad that we didn't have to do it four times like with the uh, the old multiplayer bosses mm-hmm. which apparently we don't have to do in rise so that's good news but as as a hunt, of course, it's it's not as exciting as pretty much any of the other monsters in the game. And my main memory of Zora Magdaros is that it's a stage where I fought Nergigante. Yeah, yeah. Nergigante is is a is is the is the highlight for me of that stage uh, when he turns up and you're like, oh god, I've got a real threat that I have agency over to deal with. Apparently, you can just literally ignore him though. Yeah, but that's doing it wrong. But you don't, you don't, you definitely <laughs> don't feel like that the first time you yeah. play it. No, no, no. And the game, the game does want you to fight him. It does come up with an objective saying repel Nerigante, um, yeah. and you want to tussle with him because I think the last, I don't think you actually, when you have that kind of first attempt at restraining Zora Magdaros when Nerigante first turns up, I think you end up getting saved by the. Um, What's the character's name? The hunter. Yeah, I don't remember his name, but the hunter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the classic might one be right. doesn't have the the the, the hunting. Um, the it's not the clutch claw. What's it called? You know what I mean. The the, the new hunting slinger. Gear. Yes, that's it. Yes. Um, he he comes in and does his long sword and gets Nerigante away, and then you want the tussle with him. So the, yeah, Nerigante's the highlight, and uh, we'll have more mm-hmm. to see on him when when we come to his episode. I'm sure. It's a little bit of a shame that at that moment, uh, Zora Magdaros just becomes a very, <laughs> a very washed-out platform that you're kind of fighting on. He doesn't. There's nothing. There's nothing about his his body that pops, and it makes sense in 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 the fact that this is a creature that's reaching the end of its natural life cycle. But it, I, I don't know. Just compared to some of the more, you know, even even the um, I've forgotten the name of it now, but the underworld bit, the you know. Bit. Yeah, the Rotten Vale. The Rotten Vale has 
these you know it's a dark grim place but it has these flashes of oh yeah that's pretty that's pretty nice you know or pretty intricate and interesting whereas Zora Magdoros is just a big rocky hot thing occasionally uh, there's nothing Wait, Mon- Monster Hunter is a very colorful game and the Zora Magdoros fight is here's a big black and red volcano monster in a big black yeah. and red volcano yeah and I think he, he could have done with just a little bit more life if you will <laughs> a little bit more flair rather than just being because i mean it's been a long time since i've played world and just hopping back into into the fight that we did with him you it, it monster Hunter world is a very pretty game when the collars all pop and everything's in motion as well and this game this the fight with zora magnaros it lacks a little bit of motion and it's all just very you know dark and... yeah but yeah i mean I, I like the ethos behind it, and it ties the story together really nicely. It's just, as we were saying earlier, <laughs> you only need to do it once. Um, yep. Does there is there any good gear or anything that comes out of him? I can't. I can't remember. Um, his armor looks very regal, but it's not. Yeah, my, regal. I it's not that. the sort of monster hunter armor I really want. Yeah. It's very um, chunky. I remember it, it's a good set for like early high rank as well, like from a mechanical standpoint, but. Um, but then you have to actually farm that fight. If <laughs> you yeah. want to do that, yeah. I'd already ground out my Legiana set, and I wasn't doing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the any, name, uh, apparently. About, I was about to ask you there any nuggets about his name. Yeah, well, luckily, someone on Reddit had done all this research for me. Basically, going to rip them off for this one. Um, but apparently, the the last part of it's well, the Japanese name. Zora Magadarasu. Um, the last few characters are the same as in the Japanese name of the Dia Morales, which is the oh. Guran Mirarasu. Wow. Um, but it's, so, so it, it's related to the Dia Morales, so it's just, oh, this is our naming convention for big monsters. Mm. The mag part is pretty obvious. He's covered in magma and full of magma. Yeah. The interesting part is the Zora, um, which has a bunch of stuff from the Bible and from Slavic languages meaning like Dawn or the birthplace of Samson, the strong guy from the Bible. Hmm. But apparently Nergiganta's name is all based on like sunset and dusk. So it's kind of meant to be an opposite to him. Which makes sense because Nergiganta is kind of killing things. Right. Whereas Zora, Zora's whole existence brings new life. Yeah, so it makes sense his name is Dawn because he's coming to sacrifice himself and make a new land. Yeah, that's neat. Definitely ties into the, the whole vibe of the monster. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's an excellent yeah. naming convention, that one. So Love thank you, Twitter user whose name I didn't write down. Not Twitter, Reddit. <laughs> I would never thank a Twitter user. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they followed us at Monster Mash Pod. So, I've got nothing to say. I've got no puns. I'm all punned out. I cannot do it, but I fucking love this little frog fella. I cannot wait to speak about the Dorogama, and I hope you all join us for that. In the meantime, if you've enjoyed this, you can find us on Twitter at Monster Mash Pod. We're also on Facebook and YouTube. Just search for Monster Mash Podcast. Um, be sure to follow, retweet, review all of that good stuff. And if you like my voice, I do a whole bunch of other podcasts. 
You can listen to my Pokemon podcast, which is on Twitter at LukeLovesPKMN, or my science fiction podcast, which is on Twitter at MLSFSPod. What should um, what should the tweet at Handyman nine four nine? You know, I, I want to. I, I think we just need to continue asking Andy about his fridge. So anything fridge related. Well, Andy's yeah. pretty desperate to have a pizza for lunch, so please just tweet at Andyman949 any Domino's codes you might have gotten emailed to you. Very <laughs> <laughs> good. I think I might probably one genuinely myself. appreciate that. <laughs> well, until next time, see ya. See y'all later. You said my thing. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and may the Sapphire Star light your way. I don't like to play this game. This is going to be a disaster. Uh, no, I, I have no idea. I think triangles attack, and that's what I'm going to go with. If it's not attack, then we're in trouble. I went hammer because yeah. it seemed easy. I, I, I don't know what I'm I'm using. I have no idea. If you know, if it, <laughs> I at least made sure it's a bloody water weapon. I don't know. I've, I've just got the everything. Jeez, lads, what are you doing? This is not good, Monster Hunter. No. We should have brought Jas along. We should have done. It took me a long time to realise you could get things out of that box, you know. <laughs> I just realised we've got Master Rank stuff, so we're going to absolutely fuck this Zora. Yes, absolutely. Because Andy wants to get it done with. Exactly. I was done. Who wants to spend longer doing Zora? And we're not, because we're still going to be spending our time bloody um, firing cannons at it anyway, aren't we? So I don't know where I'm going. You just find bits and smash it. That's the simple answer. Yeah, but where are the bits? I don't know. On the back? I have no trouble finding my bits. Hey! Oy. I seem to remember there's a big one in the middle. Yeah, there is, and then there's two smaller ones either <laughs> side. Hey! <laughs> 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 oh, that one writes itself. Um, I'm climbing up the back. I think that's probably where we want to go. I don't know how to make that about my dick. Oh, man. You know what? This fight is wank, isn't it? It's really fun once. Yeah. Like all big monster fights. This game looks uglier than I remember it. You're very wrong. I think the Zora, the Zora fight doesn't look great. Yeah, I'm not saying it looks bad, I'm just saying uglier than I remember. But I remember it looking I, I do think this fight specifically doesn't look very good. Possibly. Yes, because, yes. like, the Zora's character model is, you know, not sufficiently better than everyone else's to be that yeah, big. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting up. Put your hands up for Detroit. I love this city. The only thing I know about Detroit is it's where Robocop lives. But he does like it when you put your hands up. That you love this city. I hope. Um, I got lost. Not entirely sure where oh. I am. I went to climb on the head and then I ended up getting uh, pulled uh, away I by... I think I'm on the head, or near the head, but he's reeling about. He's not happy. I think you need to get rid of the Harigante because he's firing fireballs at Harigante. I would, but I am very much lost is the answer because I tried to walk on the head and it didn't want me to do I that. I am now on the head. You made me go. Don't slide! That's bad. I am I am very lost is the simple answer here. Glad you're not shooting ah. or anything. That would be bad.
god. Finally see the Zora Magdaros. <laughs> Not Zora Magdaros. No Gigante. No Gigante. Alright, Gantz. You big nerd. I repelled him. Yeah, but I wanted to smash his head. Out of him. You're not going to, alright? So just calm down. I can't. I want to do it. I want to smash in his noggin. Oh, I want to feel, feel the heat, the heat from of his, his noggin. noggin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, he's getting back on all fours. With his noggin to love me. <laughs> <laughs> Hey you, kids! Have you ever had the trouble of too much fridge in your milk? <laughs> well, I got a suggestion for you! Use a bottle! <laughs> I thought it was you have to use a, a water cooler. Yes, which doesn't go in the fridge, exactly. Look, guys, you just. <laughs> Even you the understand. bottle will get fridged if you put it in the fridge. No, look, like I said, I use a fucking water. Jug. I use the proper Brita filter and everything, right? It's not good enough. It is not good enough for my high standard of water. It's good when the Monterey theme kicks in. I haven't got the sound on, so I don't know. That's good in all the Monterey. It's always good. You know what? If the film comes out and it doesn't have proof of a hero in it, then yeah, it is a shit film. That's true. I'm assuming that's the name of the Monterey thing. Yeah. Good. Glad we're dropping some music lore again. <laughs>